everybody. Welcome to the second installment of our Startups of NRF series. I'm working my way through the 103 startups exhibiting in the either the Innovation Lab or the Startup Zone at NRF 2022. I'm trying to keep each pod under 15 minutes, and I ask the same eight questions. So give it a listen and let us know what you think. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome to our ongoing uh, series, the Startups of NRF. Today, I'm with Tom Walker, CEO of DroneUp. Hi, Tom. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, and thank you for having me. Fantastic. Tom, can you just introduce yourself and tell us about the company and the problem? Great. And thank you, Jeff. I am Tom Walker. I'm the founder and CEO of DroneUp. We are a uh, drone technology company. We started in 2016. Originally, we started with the purpose of of bringing drones to the forefront for the purposes of uh, the type of things you might expect drones to do, inspections, surveillance, and support to first responders. And as we began to evolve, we realized that roles that drones were going to have a role in the uh, delivery uh, process. Uh, we weren't quite sure how, because at the time our drones were very small with very small payloads. Obviously, with the restrictions of beyond visual line of sight, there was only so far you could actually go. The regulations were still a little unclear. I gave a speech back in 2019 where I said, somebody asked me what they thought about those of us in the drone industry. And I said then, uh, we were stupid. We started a business in an industry not knowing what we were going to be selling to customers that didn't know what they were going to be buying in, in an environment that the government had yet figured out how to regulate. And ironically enough, as we fast forward heading into 2022, some of those things haven't changed. But what we did see was a rapid adoption of drones in that services industry. And so we believed that there were going to be a, a role for drones in the delivery network. And so today, as we invest into the technology of the drone platforms, as we work with the regulators to better understand both the current and future challenges that they face, we are continually endeavoring to not just make our systems and technologies work, but to assist the regulators in understanding of the threats and the opportunities uh, that drones present. Specifically today, in the delivery network, it is where do drones fit? We have autonomous vehicles. We have other types of delivery systems. And are drones going to be a short range, light payload delivery option? Are they going to be a longer range option? Is there a hub and spoke mechanism in which this works? And then ultimately, how do we build reliability around it so that we're not so uh, restricted by both regulations, but environmental conditions and, and such as rain and wind and, and other things? And I would say the thing that we consider to be one of our primary missions is driving user adoption. And by that, what I mean is not just pushing them to utilize drones, but pushing them to understand uh, that drones are not dangerous. They're not a threat to privacy when they're operated appropriately. And, and the intent is not to have thousands of these things whizzing over their heads in their neighborhoods, but rather see them as a rapid, convenient, and affordable mechanism to, to get products to their doorstep much more quickly than they could by other traditional means. Wow. So much there. Yes, there is. I, I, literally, first time ever I've been overwhelmed. There's probably 15 different questions. So I'm a multi-engine pilot. I know uh, exactly the airspace that you're operating in. First of all, how does this work? How does this work in retail? I totally get the, the inspection of power lines, everything you said up until we got to the point of delivery. So maybe take a couple of minutes and, uh, and tell us how you see this either working today or how you think it's going to work in retail. I can do you one better. I can tell you exactly how it's working today better. and then how we anticipate it's going to be working in the future. As we are conducting delivery operations with Walmart, our largest uh, retail partner. That's, and a, that's a nice name drop, Tom. That's a really nice name drop. 
I've practiced it. (laughs) Well, so the reason that the partnership with Walmart is so significant is that as 10% of the U.S. or 90% of the U.S. population lives within 10 miles of of a Walmart. And, And that creates a very strategic advantage in terms of drone delivery because not only are there Walmarts located within that 90% of the U.S. population, but those essentially are well-stocked distribution centers that are stocked for the demographic and the buyers within that particular area. And there's tens of thousands of SKUs that are within the carrying capacity of our current, current drone platforms that we're using. So today, for example, a customer can go online. There is a well-curated list of products that are both safe to carry and within the weight and size capacity that we can carry. Customers are ordering those. We are taking those products, loading them onto the drones. Our drones are operating fully autonomous, meaning they are, they don't, we don't have to program a route. The route essentially programs itself for the safest, most efficient route that it can. And then we fly directly as the route is according to the route to the residents. Generally, we are lowering them from anywhere between 800 and 200 feet in the air down to right on to the back porch or their back deck gently laying it down. We can actually deliver packages such as eggs. And because of the altitude that we're at, the noise uh, signature is not is not intrusive. And I can tell you the response from the community and from the customers has, has been overwhelmingly positive. Wow. Fantastic. So is the vision going forward that each store or a number of stores would be the, the drone hub in and of itself and not a separate, I don't know, what's the right term, base a base of operations yeah so essentially right now our plan is to have a hub at each at each location as we can fly further right now we're restricted to about a mile from each store which still provides us an adequate number of it can be thousands of homes within a mile of the walmart or the the hub and as we can fly further and further both within our capabilities of technology and within regulations it may or may not be necessary to have a hub at each location because we may be able to overlap due to the ability to travel further. In some particular cases, for example, we have locations that have a number of distribution centers that are within the delivery radius of two of those. So we may or may not have hubs at each location. But you can also think about it in terms of being able to do hub-to-hub resupply or if there's something at a particular location that uh, somebody at a more remote location once we have the ability to do that kind of logistical transfer from hub to hub and extend the range of those particular products. Very interesting stuff. Let me ask you my classic pigeonhole question. So where does your solution sit? It sounds like last mile delivery, purely logistics. Or I know nobody likes this answer, but I would say we sit in two. Okay. Obviously, we sit in the drone services side. The Which is a whole new side. category, right? That's a, That didn't exist three years ago. So that's a brand space. Neither one of these really. Last mile did, but not aerial last mile. So I would say that we fit in the drone services category and we fit solidly in the last mile uh, delivery category. So if I was back in my Gartner days and I was trying to forecast retail sector IT spend, I would you would tell me, listen, you need to add a new line. Drone service. Absolutely. And a new line that can offset other lines. One of the things that we try to do is to provide with our drones on the inspection side, safer ways to do business. Rather than climbing towers to do the inspection, we can do the inspection safely without uh, risk to personnel. We do facade inspections on large buildings where 
there's not necessarily the need for scaffolding and climbing. And But on the delivery side, I don't believe that we're the stars. I think everybody wants to consider themselves the stars of the show. I feel like we are a piece of the logistics network. I think we're going to be a critical piece. I think we're going to be a highly effective piece. But when you talk about a line item in, in, in last mile, I don't necessarily think it's a line item for drones. I think it's a line item for innovative last mile technologies of which we fill one of those categories. Tom, in 20 years of talking to vendors, you're the first one that was had honestly placed themselves. Usually everyone is the leading provider of something. And as an analyst, it's always a it's always a laugh line because everyone can't be the leading provider of whatnot. So thank you for, for a real honest cut on that. Where are we in the adoption of this? I would think before we talked, I would say super interesting technology, huge opportunity, probably pretty low on the adoption cycle. But go ahead and, and, and make your case for wherever you think you should be at. I wouldn't disagree with you. We're early. It's early, but in order to innovate, especially when you're dealing with large retail operations, you, you don't have adoption day one of innovative technologies for a couple of reasons. Number one is we've got a lot of work to do on our side. We're still working on the technology. We're still working on the regulations. We're still working on the automation of shelf to drone process. There's a lot of things that we have to improve upon. What is positive for me, and I used to tell people two years ago, you couldn't turn on the news without seeing a negative story about drones. And, and that was pretty much true. In fact, I used to say you got a better chance of getting hit by a stray golf ball in your bathroom than hearing a positive story about drones. One of the things that I think has helped that was the pandemic. And for example, there was a lot of effort to utilize drones in the pan, in the pandemic relief process. And we were one of them and, and working with Walmart for with the delivery of COVID test kits by drone. And I think those different stories, whether it was delivery, whether it was search and rescue, whether it was different types of ways in which drones were used, it really shifted the narrative to something much more positive. And now I can tell you when you're down in, say for instance, at the hub in, in Farmington, Arkansas, people drive up continuously, walk up continuously, very excited about it. When can we get it? When will we have this type of delivery? So I think the adoption is going to happen relatively quickly. But I think we as an industry, we as a company, all have to work together to be uh, much more prepared than, than we are today for that adoption. And thankfully, we have a partner who understands that this is not something we're going to do overnight. We're going to take our time. We're going to get it right. And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be successful. I'm going to ask this question and feel free to punt on it. You're working with one of the... One of the great, I won't say the greatest, but one of the greatest retailers on the planet who are competing with the other great e-tailer on the planet. When it comes to drones, are you and that uh, small little company out here in Seattle working together for regulations perspective or are you both operating independently trying to go through all the regulation issues and whatnot on your own? Um. I would say we both have a common objective, and that is regulations that allow us to achieve our objective. I think that one of the things that I tell people is that it's much harder to unwind bad legislation than it is than it is to get bad legislation. And so, what while I while we're not necessarily working together, we do serve on common committees. Yeah, wrong choice. I should have said that. Yeah, yeah the aviation making committee, which is going on right now. Uh, but but I would say as far as collaboration together, no, we're we're not collaborating specifically together. But I will tell you that we do have a common goal, and and I think both of the, both of our organizations uh, see regulations and appropriate re regulations as being a key to our success in the future. Yeah, working together was a poor choice, poor, poor choice on my part. But as far as 
regulations, you're playing with the same, I assume you're playing with the same intent. What's your message for that you're sharing at NRF? When they come up to the booth, what do, what do you, and they say, tell me about drones. What do you, what's the story that you're sharing? That's a really good question. I'm glad you asked it because one of the things is we're not pushing hire us. Let's go. Let's go start flying drones. Quite the opposite. What we are working with organizations uh, right now to do is to help them better understand drones capabilities, what they can and can't do, what we see the capability, both within technology and regulations within the next three to five years. We are working with organizations to start to develop a business process and a set of conops that will fit into their business strategy over the next three to five years and partner to see how will drones fit into your organization? How can they make your processes better, your value proposition better, lower your cost, increase safety? And, and then let's begin to start doing some proof of concept operations that either uh, prove or disprove the assumptions that come out of that kind of consulting discussion. And con ops, probably communications operations, I think. What Concept of operations. Concept of operations. Okay. How are we going to use them? How are we going to deploy? Everybody says there's got to be a way drones fit into my organization. And that's not always true. But if you are moving product from one location to another within a particular range, there probably is a way that maybe not today, but certainly over the near horizon, there are there is a way that drones will fit into your organization. And what we're doing right now and what we're talking to folks about is how do we help identify what that is and then how do we help you get there? Really interesting. Never let it be said an analyst never offers up a softball. So here's your official softball. What do you see 2022 shaping? We, uh, we're we very excited about 2022. I would be shocked if you didn't say that. I would be uh, I'm going to tell you right now, we have so many things in play for 2022. Certainly, we're going to be rolling out many more hubs and many more delivery operations. That's already on the books. We're going to be working with some some medical operations that to do some very innovative things that we'll be able to announce in, in, in Q2 and Q3, we've got some other kind of innovative retailers who we're going to be doing some projects with that I think are going to get a lot of attention. But I think what I'm most excited about in 2022 is the fact that working with the FAA is finally opening the door for some expanded operations that some people believe have somewhat constrained our growth. I think you're going to see some changes in those and you're going to see some some operations and some demonstrations that are going to start to open the eyes of a lot of companies on exactly how drones can fit into their ecosystem. And we're excited to be a part of that. Fantastic. Hey, Tom, I serve on the Center for Retail Transformations Board of Advisory Board for George Mason University. And I get two questions asked all the time. And I, as an analyst, stumble through them. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to ask the experts. If a young person came up to you and asked you for advice about about being a, a young entrepreneur, what would you tell them? What do they need to work on? What do they need to do to be a better entrepreneur or to be an entrepreneur? Wow. Not related to drones, just being no. an entrepreneur. I think that the, the, the biggest thing is to not try to tackle the entire world day one. I think too many times we as entrepreneurs come out of the gate and we want to build these big organizations and we want to achieve what we have defined as success. And I, I just met with a group of entrepreneurs recently and they said, how will we know when we're successful? And I said, I will let you know when I feel like I am successful and we can define that. I think the biggest thing is to come out of the gate 
be honest, do the right thing. I always tell people when you're trying to make a decision, whether it's in business or in anywhere else, do the right thing. And if you come to a fork in the road and there's two right things, don't wait, just pick one and go. And always be honest, be true to yourself. And if you're not delivering the best product on the market, then you're not doing your job. Fantastic. Last question. What skills do you use a lot today that you wish you would have paid more attention to when you were back in college or at the start of your career? Listening. Bingo. Real common, very common. Writing and listening. Really good stuff. Hey, Tom, thanks for your time today. Really interesting stuff. How can people get in touch with you or your organization? Well, they can find us online at uh, DroneUp.com, and uh, all of our contact information is there. And we're not necessarily looking to launch big operations with, with innovative partners. We're just looking for the opportunity to have a conversation and see how we may or may not be able to assist in the uh, development of uh, future-looking ideas. Fantastic. Thanks for your time today. I appreciate it. Good luck with uh, next month at NRF. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. For more info, refer to the pod notes below. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider giving us a five-star rating and review. It really helps us grow. I'm your host, Jeff Roster, analyst at large. If you want to connect, follow us on Twitter at JeffPR or at Brian Sathanation, or connect with us on LinkedIn. Visit my website at roster.retail.com or brians at Until next time, stay safe and have a great week.